Welcome back to the Yogi Misfit Sessions. I am Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Hope everyone is having a great week. I am finally just getting back in town. I was out in Tahoe at Wanderlust and then celebrated a birthday. Woo! And then um, ended up being out in Nashville for uh, the yoga festival over there. And it was so cool to just be around so much community and so many uh, amazing movers and shakers. And this is such an honor to be uh, surrounded by so many awesome yogis who I love and respect so so much it was like really cool to uh, to see everyone come together so yeah super fun summer so far and so one year wiser i don't know if you can tell by listening to the show already that just there's just so much wisdom radiating from me because i'm one year wiser so you're welcome <laughs> Uh, sarcasm. Um, anyway, so this week is episode 82 and I am like, it's, it was, it was a really rough episode, kind of, sort of in the sense that, um, I have Noah Maze on the show and he is one of my main teachers. He's my current teacher and, uh, we're actually running a 300 hour training in San Francisco next year. I'm going to be teaching side by side with him, which is so nerve wracking. Um, and also really exciting. Um, and, uh, it was funny because like before the show had started and before we started recording, I was just like, Oh my God, this is actually happening. And then he shared his story about when he taught when, with his teacher and I was like, Oh, okay, this is kind of a, a cool natural pattern. I guess it means, uh, moving in the right direction. Um, Noah's amazing. He's probably one of the smartest human beings I've ever met in my entire life. Um, if you haven't checked him out before, you should check him out. He's based out of LA and travels all over the world, leading trainings and, He's definitely one of the reasons why I am the teacher that I am today because of his amazing, yeah, teaching method. So, yeah, super pumped. Um, yeah, so far it's been a great summer. There's a few things coming up. I'm starting to slow down here in, in San Francisco as August comes around. Um, but there's still a few things that are uh, that are open. Actually, we have some space. I have the uh, the New Year's retreat with Rocky, actually, who was also in my 300-hour training with Noah. Um, and you can sign up in the, uh, the link below. You can come hang out with me and Rocky for five days in Mexico over New Year's, eating some yummy food, creating some uh, goals for the year coming up, practicing some yoga, connecting with the new community. And the space that we're staying at is just absolutely so amazing. It's my second year going back, and, and I love it. We might have some other surprises for you while we're out there as well. Uh, the show has been doing amazing, and so many people have been sharing the show, which is super great, especially our friends over at SF Yoga Magazine. They have just been loving us until the cows come home, and you guys have been loving us, and I would appreciate more love um, from y'all by leaving a review in iTunes. So it's the best way to uh, to get the show out. Remember that uh, <laughs> the show is just put on by me. In order for me to keep the show going on, I got to keep uh, uh, listeners on the show. Or otherwise, I won't have a show. <laughs> I won't have a show to do. <laughs> so uh, take a look at the link below. It tells you how to leave a review on iTunes. And uh, yeah, without further ado, here comes episode 82 with my teacher, Noah Maze. How many people say Noah Maze instead of Maze? Most people say Noah Mays instead of Maze. It, you know, I'm I'm used to it having grown up with that name, and my parents, you know, growing up, they would usually say Mays instead of Maze because Maze needed 
usually more explanation. Right. And then you've got to get the accent agu, <laughs> diacritical marks on there. And, you know, for, for Europeans, that's easy enough for Americans. That's a little, we have a hard, we have a hard time with that. As someone yeah. tried correcting me one time before, this is before I knew you and met you guys. I mean, this is, uh, this is like years ago, maybe like six or seven years ago, but I was like, I think it's no Maze. And they're like, it's no maze. <laughs> I showed them. Yeah. <laughs> this is the redemption yep. show. You guys, this is my, this is the whole point of the show is to, to tell people that I showed them. <laughs> well, thanks Danny for, for, for your accuracy of, of the naming pronunciation. It's been great. No, it's been a great show. We'll talk to everyone later. See <laughs> Namaste. So, no, you know, I've had, um, I've had, I mean, the privilege and, and the honor of working with you and the team and just everyone that's involved in, in the, the everything that makes, uh, you know, Maze, you know, method happen. And it is, um, you know, we've talked about this off, you know, off, uh, off the show, obviously, but like for, for me, what it's done is it's really impacted not only I'm going to make a really bold statement here and know that this y'all know me and I say this shit a lot out loud, but it's not only changed my practice and my teaching, but it's changed my life in the sense that, uh, just, just so you know, no, you've changed my life. No big deal. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's rewarding to hear. And it's been, uh, it's been a really cool practice of being able to, uh, self inquire um, and to critically think. And I think that, you know, when we use that practice, um, not only just in our day-to-day lives or in our like day-to-day teaching, but in our day-to-day lives, it really, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it, it gives you an opportunity to, to really take a step back and, and look at all the things and then assess and look at your options and see what it is that, you know, where you can go up from there, or down from there, whatever it is. And a lot of it came from, you know, the train, I, I went into to the training with you guys last year, somewhat blind. I had never really practiced with you in person. Um, I had met you, you know, the one time I picked you up from the airport and almost tried to kill you in the car. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a great Good time. Um, note to self, Danny cannot reverse really well with a manual, with a manual car. <laughs> They don't tell you in Volkswagens though that it goes the other way. I mean, there's a sticker that says that it goes the other way, but you know, whatever. Um, and throughout the process, I mean, I learned, you know, so much, but I was really blown away at how you organized everything and how you guys presented everything. And, you know, because of that, it's, it's made me, you know, um, you know, now I'm, I'm doing a mentorship with you and, you know, we've got a training, you know, happening in San Francisco next year. You know, I guess where I want to start with you today is like, how long have you been doing this and how did you organize it to make it? How did your, your process come into making this your thing in, in the way that it's been laid out? Well, I've been at this for a, a good while now, teaching full-time, I think, for 20 years, you know, give or take a year, um, and practicing yoga and the practices of yoga for much longer than that. So, you know, it's it's always an evolving journey and a work in progress. And, you know, as I continue to, to further my education and, you know, kind of teaching, teaching interests and applications, I I think that, you know, the whole thing just continues to kind of unfold the path, the path unfolds as you walk Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, for me, it's, it's, 
an important characteristic of, of kind of the school of Maze method that, that it doesn't become overly fixed because that would be reductive and kind of timestamp it to like, well, this is what we knew then. And so we just work with that information, but really the information needs to be continuously updated and poked and that, that inquiry contemplation education process needs mm-hmm. to continue uh, so that we're you know so that we're we're much more on a on a living path right that that is unfolding and alive and you know I think as as a teacher now for many many years that's that's when I'm most inspired and enthusiastic is not when I'm kind of reproducing a formula based on you know, something I worked out 15 years ago. Um, but when there's some part of that going on, but that that's, that's alive. That's, you know, kind of my own edge, the leading wave that I'm on right now, you know, in, in creating this, you know, and, and, and making this a thing, God, there's so many things I want to ask you right now in creating this and, and making it a thing. You know, I know that part of this, I'm speaking from my experience right now where I'm at with, with you guys in this process is having uh, this mentorship with, with you and, you know, going through this, I've never been in that type of, uh, student teacher relationship in, in the sense that it's been like that official where like, okay, this is the mentorship program. This is what you're doing. What's it like for you as a teacher to one facilitate that and two like to see, you know, to guide students through, through this phase of metamorphosis, you know, of growing into them as a teacher. Like, like, yeah. What, what is it like? What's your experience? What's the experience like on your end? It's very rewarding. And I look at mentorship as really as a continuation of the training process as, Mm -hmm. as you've gone through it, Um, you know, from three, from our 300 hour training to say, you know, the next phase mentorship certification where we all get to work much more closely together and that the mentorship is more customized to the individual Mm -hmm. Um, from the, you know, from the kind of curricular educational programs, 200 hour trainings, 300 hour trainings, then into mentorship where, you know, we, we share a lot of, information. We, we share a lot of, of common methodology and pedagogy so that the, the conversations around teaching and study and practice and inquiry can, can get that much more specific, that much more personal, if you will, that much more um, mm-hmm. potent because, because we've already been at this for, for a while. Um, so for me, it's it's very exciting to really meet each mentorship relationship, you know, each mentee where they're at, and and really assess well what can I offer this individual that will that will take them further towards their goals, but then also you know my own assessment of of skills and competencies as well as what are what are the gaps like what you know what does this person need to work on in order to fill in some of those gaps that that you know I might see um 
as well as, you know, who is this person? What's their teaching style? Um, what are their gifts and how can I help to further those, serve those and mm -hmm. magnify those? Mm -hmm. When it goes into working with that, that person or that mentee, I should say, you know, um, and, and you see, is it something that's like intuitive to you that you, you can see, um, I mean, obviously after working with them or, or having them go through your training, you, you probably spend so much time with them that you can see their, the nuances of their teaching and of their being. And so you kind of get to see the gaps and whatnot, but do you have like some superpower where you like get to see the person and, and you feel it within like a few minutes or what is that like for you where you're like, Oh, this is what they could probably use. Or this is, this might help them. This might, this tool that I know might be effective for them. Well, I don't know that I would call it a superpower, but I think it's, you know, it's kind of all, all the faculties of, of awareness and attention come to bear. So, you know, the hundreds of hours that we've spent in the yoga room together and, you know, that, that just adds to the information available. And, and then it's really like listening to the mentee teach their class, you know, what, what we don't get in you know, in the group trainings in 200 hour, 300 hour trainings is to see each person in their own element at the front of the room doing their thing as a teacher to their regular mm -hmm. students. Um, we, we don't get that, right? So the, the teaching practicum that we do in trainings is, you know, is hypothetical. It's contrived. It's, you know, it's kind of like mm -hmm. role playing. Um, and that's, and that's potent and that's necessary. And there's a lot of value to that, but it's not the same thing as, you know, you teaching your, your weekly class, uh, you know, to, to your regular students. And so the, for me, the opportunity, like one of the great opportunities in, in the mentorship program is to really watch, listen, feel you do your thing. And, and that gives me a lot more information that kind of swirls with, with all the information I already have of, of hundreds of hours in the, in mm -hmm. the yoga room together. When you work through this, uh, uh, you know, through this, um, uh, this mentorship program, what is, uh, I don't know if I want to use the word rewarding, Maybe okay. Maybe for the lack of better words, but what is the most rewarding thing for you as a facilitator to see at the end of it? Or what? What? Maybe not rewarding. What do you? What like? What do you? What happens to you as a teacher at the end of it? I feel both fulfilled and gratified and honored, and also kind of curiously, I would say, insecure. Mm -hmm. And that that's that that's not an an uncommon experience for me, like completing a 200 hour training or a 300 hour training or graduating someone, you know, from our mentorship and certification program where like there's some element of self doubt there of, you know, did I do everything I could have done? Did, you know, was I as available as I could have been wanted to be, you know, have I, have I really done everything that there mm -hmm. was to be done. Um, so there at, at those junctions of completion, you know, there are, there are those kind of swirling feelings and in a sense, kind of some contradictory feelings there of feeling really good and gratified and honored and 
completed, but then also, you know, a, a little bit of doubt of, of self, you know, in, in that self-reflective process of this was major, this was important, you know, we've come to the completion of this chapter, you know, and, and how do I feel right. about that? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I think that that there's that element of what I would call like a healthy, a healthy sense of doubt, like a healthy sense of self-doubt, because the absence of that, I think, could be a little bit dangerous of of no doubt, which would be certainty that I'm I'm certain that I did the right thing. I'm, you know, resolute in that, you know, in that and and that would be kind of a door closed to to continuous, ongoing, honest yeah, self And it's an absolute as well. Yeah. 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 You know, when, uh, like when I first, uh, again, I'll go back because I can only speak from the stuff that I, you know, the work that I've done with you. But when I, when I first went into um, this, this, this question that we had so many times in training, if you remember, what is the Maze method? What is the Maze method? You know, for a long time, I asked myself what it was and what I what I realized. And I actually just answered this question last night. Uh, I was in a I was in a training this weekend um, with another teacher. I cheated on you, Noam. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> We're not in an okay, exclusive good. relationship because I love Janet Stone. She's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I was. Yeah, she, As do she's, I. Isn't she, she is she's the, one of the cool. Both of you guys, really, really good, just solid humans who. Lo- I think one yeah. thing that attracts me to both of y'all is that you guys are such great parents and you're such op- like I can see and I want to ask you about this too how how motherhood and fatherhood has changed your guys' practice in in certain ways and even speaking with you you know at, 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 in 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 conversation about how it's uh, how it's impacted you but someone came up to me and and she was like you know Danny I read that you were you guys were hosting a training in San Francisco next year and you know like I read the curriculum and it looks like all the things that I want to do and she's like but what is the method and I was like this is what I can say is that I've taken you know three 500 hour trainings now. And the one that's impacted me the most is this one. And she was like, well, why? And I was like, because it taught me how to think. That was like the best way. Like you, you get to have all of the things there. You get to cover all like, you know, the philosophy and the anatomy and all those things that, you know, are, there's so much value in it and, and, and all the content that's delivered it, there's incredible amounts of value, both when we're in the room and outside of the room, the supporting on both ends. But the way that y'all got me and, and even at the end of the training when, you know, and I remember everyone's faces being like, we get it now, <laughs> you know, it was, it's kind of weird. It's like, you guys strategically plan that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've been at it for a while, but you know, the, the, the magic that happens is, you know, is a product of yeah. everyone who's there. Like we, we all contribute to that and we all, invest our hearts so deeply in, in what we do as individuals. But, but when we can come together and, you know, for kind of a, a, a critical amount of time and, you know, kind of influence each other, like the, the, the sparking lighting up process is, you know, mm. is very powerful. Um, and I, I certainly don't claim to be the originator of that. You know, I, I do, consciously try to become an ever more skillful facilitator of that kind of hold space for that and you know kind of set that up to happen but you know that's 
that's what you bring to it. That's what, you know, everyone brought to that training that, you know, the, the, the passion, the inquiry, the curiosity, the openness, the level of skill and knowledge and the strength to be vulnerable. Like, you know, for you to, to have done multiple 300 hour teacher trainings and still come to one with us is, is incredibly courageous to be that vulnerable because, you know, you're, you're not just checking a box, you know, on a list of professional credentials, you're, you're really seeking further education. And that process is, is potent and, and transformational. And on that note of, of what you were sharing with us that, that you were sharing with someone yesterday, I think in any educational process, the the most powerful thing that can happen is, well, it's a couple of things. It's it's igniting a love mm-hmm. of learning, that kind of sparking of an of someone's intrinsic mm-hmm. motivation, or even sparking or, or simply contributing to that fire that that is already there in all of us, but that that can get brighter. We can get more motivated, more intrinsically motivated. And that we can also learn how to learn. You said learn how to, you, you said you learned how to think. I, I might phrase that as, as learning how to learn. When you know how you learn, you've got your whole lifetime to continue that and to pursue that. Um, and you can learn all sorts of things, like whatever you're interested in, that you have that self-knowledge, that self-awareness, and that intrinsic motivation. You can find those outer teachers that, you know, that are essential for, for the information that you don't have, right. the skills that you don't have, um, but that you know how to do that. You know how to go about it. You know how to learn more every day and every season is, you know, that's, that's just exactly. Yeah. And that's, and yeah, maybe that's the phrasing too, as well as like, and not, uh, to, to critically think in the capacity of, of, you know, I, I mean, I consider myself a student of yoga. I would hope so. I'm a teacher, but, um, um, I've seen it done in a video once. Does that count? No. <laughs> um, you know, and, and to the point where students, still come up to me now and you I just ended the thing you know not not very long ago and are just like what did you do like what like where are you coming up and where is like where are you creating all this stuff from like there is a huge impact on what it's done and it's not like I'm on the phone with you guys every other day or like being like what should I do next and da 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 but it's what un the way that it was you know that the the, the the way that it was able to unlock this sense of inquiry for me was worth every single penny to, to the process. Because again, it's, it, it's influenced not only the way that I in, in, inquire within, you know, teaching yoga and like, you know, planning a class or a lecture or facilitate, whatever it is, you know, it's in everything that I do now that, that skill set is now ingrained into me in my day-to-day life. You know, it helps me make better choices because I can actually inquire deeper about them and, and, you know, analyze and, and see what, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, I wish I can put it into words a little more eloquently about how much it, it has impacted the way that I do things daily in addition to my practice. But you know, I guess we'll have to save that for the, the magic for the training. 
<laughs> yeah, we've ongoing conversations, but you know that that is very eloquent the way you are are sharing this and articulating this, and I think that's what some of the the potency of the teachings of yoga are that they aren't limited to just our time on the mat or on the meditation cushion or in something that looks more formally like a practice mm. of yoga, they, they are strategies yeah. for life. These are ways to engage every aspect of our experience from somatic to emotional, to cognitive, to intellectual, to artistic, um, that, you know, when we can get that critical shift from yoga is something that we do as like it's an activity that we do to yoga is mm. who we are that that integration of teachings it, it comes alive and you know every experience in life is mm -hmm. a practice of yoga that those you know those those all kind of blend into each other where it's not as partitioned. It's not like, oh, I, I live my life and I have these interests in my life and I'm interested in yoga and I'm a yoga teacher. Um, those become less and less separate, even while we can hold kind of healthy boundaries with all of it. Um, you know, we, we want yoga to be the way that we're living life the way that we live life is the practice practices, the spiritual path. Right. Of yeah, I yoga. agree. I was just saying that before, like the, they're, they're different tools. Asana is a tool. Pranayama is a tool. Meditation is a tool to get us to a yogic state, to, to, to be yoga in our day to day. Break time. Hey, did you get a copy of my arm balance series? Because I gave away, I'm still giving away five arm balance videos. It's a well and a warm up video. So there's five videos total. You get to keep this and uh, forever actually in practices at home. So if you want to sign up for the free arm balance classes that I'm giving out. You can sign up at www.dannypomploon.com forward slash email and sign on up. And you get these five classes full free. Plus, you get a little PDF on uh, taking care of your wrist and all the fun stuff that goes into playing around on your hands. I had a really good time making this program, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And 100%, it is yours for free for being an awesome listener. Yeah, and a yogic state is is a dynamic moving target of where are we day to day, what's needed day to day. And, you know, for me, that's, that's why of the kind of sources and resources of the yoga tradition, you know, I love the most the Bhagavad Gita um, because it's, it's a story about how to engage the experiences of life, the difficulties of life, the field of Dharma, the kind of chaos and urgency of everyday life in a way mm -hmm. that is yogic, that is, that is not like, you know, exempt yourself from the difficulties of embodiment and go to a cave and meditate mm -hmm. and pursue some immortal self or some you know, exemption and invulnerability. It's, it's, we are deeply vulnerable. We are in the throes of it. 
And how do we bring the teachings of yoga to bear on the life that we have and, and enrich our life um, rather than exempt ourselves from the difficulties of this embodiment? It's how do we engage all of it? We, more? you know, when, when, when we offer trainings, you know, um, you know, whenever school there's, we have like a pretty standard is 200 hour and 300 hour what if you were to give, um, I don't want to say your elevator speech, but what is your, your, like, how would you differentiate the 200 versus the 300? Like the expectation of, of what happens in two versus three? Well, 200 hour is welcome to college. (laughs) Yeah. Well, welcome to college. Like it's, you know, you're a freshman in college. It's, it's a new student orientation. It's, it's, you know, by design, by necessity, by design, it's it's the entry level program to becoming mm-hmm. a yoga teacher. And you know, and we often, I, I would even say that more generally, like two hundred hour yoga trainings are often marketed as a deep in your practice and become mm-hmm. a yoga teacher. So we have folks in 200 hour trainings that have never taught yoga before, that have never taught a yoga pose before, that may or may not want to become yoga teachers, but they're interested in yoga. They want to further their education and, and dive deeper into it than, you know, drop in classes and workshops and, you know, perhaps retreats can, can get into, they, they want a more systematically organized kind of curriculum and, and mm-hmm. group learning process. Um, and along the way, you know, we get them teaching yoga. Sneaky, um, sneaky. But there's, <laughs> yeah, sneaky, sneaky. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm as, it's called a yoga teacher training. So, you know, let's teach some yoga. <laughs> Um, and, and even just on that note, that, that if they are there to further their own knowledge and deepen their own practice, what the educational studies show us is that attempting to teach something to others maximizes your mm. learning. So whether or not people become, you know, credentialed professional yoga teachers after the 200 hour training, um, Notwithstanding, they the attempt to teach things to others dramatically increases their understanding mm-hmm. of the thing. Because however well you know downward facing dog, and by you I don't mean you specifically, Danny, like any of us, that that you know your body knows it. it it's it's almost intuitive that that we've been taught this thing so many times, but the first time you try to put words to it. To someone else to get them into that pose, it's it's an eye-opening experience of I know this so well, but I don't know how to explain this. I don't know how to to verbally cue this. I don't have the vocabulary, and and then it takes it takes us back to our own practice. Go well, what am I doing? What where are the hands placed? What you know? What should the upper arms doing? Where are the shoulder blades right. in downward facing dog? What am I doing with my legs? And so it, it kind of circles back to one's own practice, awareness, and inquiry to go, I need to, I need to be paying that much more attention in my practice because I'm trying to articulate what my body is doing, but I've got to run my body kind of essentially through my brain and out my mouth. Yeah. 
Just so you know, it's a happen. slippery slope that turns into what am I doing here in this life? <laughs> what is this world? <laughs> what is stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, in our, in our 300 hour tr- trainings, the, you know, the, the prerequisite is that everyone coming in has already done a 200 hour training. So they've, they've gotten a foundational education and, and varying, varying amounts of experience applying that education, varying, varying amounts mm-hmm. of, of teaching, um, but that we can get right to work from day one of the 300-hour training with already professional right. yoga yeah. teachers. You know? so, so, okay, let's, let's get right to work because there's more to learn. There's more to to inquire there are further skills to have and offer so let's get right to it and you know you're already well along the path of that so the the start of the jumping in point of a 300 hour teacher training is much more dynamic than the starting point of a 200 hour teacher training because it is a realistic assumption in a 200 hour training that most of the participants have never taught a yoga pose before, much less a yoga class. And so you start, you start much closer to the beginning, you know, like where would you begin teaching if you haven't taught, you know, enter a 300 hour teacher training and people have come from all sorts of different 200 hour teacher trainings, which, you know, a lot of them are similar and comparable to each other, like different types of apples, but it's not just different types of apples. There's also other fruit, mm-hmm. there's oranges, there's, you know, some, and, and so the dynamic kind of starting point of a group in a 300 hour teacher training is, you know, is, right. is quite wild um, because people are coming from all sorts of different educations, but then they're kind of funneling into, okay, let's, let's establish baselines, let's establish methodology, pedagogy, and then build from there. All while trying to keep it cool. (laughs) All all while trying to keep it cool and yeah. And and having fun. It's been, I mean, it's been such an incredible and, 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 and wild journey going through the training and, and now, you know, even the mentorship and, and getting ready to do this program with you, which no pressure, getting ready to do a program with you next year. Uh, dude, uh, I am so, pu- I got to tell you, I am so pumped. It is, it is full on kickstarted me into student mode, which is I operate really well in, in academia when I can just like do it, you know, but um, it, it's, yeah. It's also, you know, for me as a, as a teacher, you know, being extremely vulnerable here, like it's also, there's this, there's this level of like, oh, wow. Like I am going to take these studies into a new realm and it's really cool. Also a little nerve wracking, really cool to see where I can push myself to learn and grow. Does that make sense? Like to see where, where, where I'm going to go with this and how, how I do learn in this capacity and how I do grow in this, in, in, in this type of setting, um, is the whole aspect of learning to me is, in, is just r- ridiculously cool. Like you're, you're computing information, you're, you know, processing it and then you're able to analyze and, and then spit it back out. It's, it's super, it's, I love being in the seat of the teacher. Truly. It, it's, it's so cool what it does to you. It, it, you know, if you continue to grow and learn and whatnot, but, uh, 
Yeah. And it up and it ups the ante to share that seat of the teacher and to share that teacher seat of the teacher with with colleagues and with yeah. one's own teachers that, you know, s- several times a year, I well, at least once a year, I get to teach with my teacher and. And it's nerve wracking. <laughs> Wait, I got to hear that. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I need to sit up taller and I need to turn the volume up. Yes, Noah, speak, please. <laughs> Like, like I can totally resonate with, with what you're saying of, of it, it ups the ante yeah. <laughs> for us, um, to, to not just, to not just, you know, be in the seat of the teacher and, and, and hold that, you know, that, that kind of delicate, but firm, compassionate role of, of the teacher, but to share that seat, to give and take and give and take and bob and weave and, to teach with one's own teachers is, you know, is up in the nerve, nerve sure. wracking, <laughs> um, nerve wracking, um, and and oh, exciting, yeah. right? Because you've got to you've got to up your game, like that. You've got to you got to know your stuff. You got to be ready because you you know it. It's not just you doing your thing. It's you doing your thing with that experience of I feel a little bit exposed and vulnerable because I'm. I'm teaching with someone who knows so much and yet I'm sharing. Let that me, seat. um, let me just clear that statement up. It's not a little vulnerable. <laughs> it's a shit ton vulnerable <laughs> and a shit ton nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. It's a shit ton, which is why we want to kind of make it, yeah. make it manageable, right? Like we got to get it to like a little vulnerable, a little nerve wracking because, you know, and, and that's just yeah. part of being a pro, right? But that you've done this so much, you, we show up as professionals, um, and people that know us really, really well be like, oh, it's, that person's a little, a little vulnerable. Like that, there's a little bit of anxiety there in that person, but like inside it might be a shit ton of nerve wracking, you know, vulnerability going on, but how we kind of hold it together and, and filter that appropriately to be, you know, to be appropriately vulnerable in that group learning. Yeah. And I think at the end of it too, you know, whether you're going through, I mean, you know, for listen, whether you're, you're, you're out there thinking about doing a two, first off, if you're thinking about doing a 200 hour training, do it. It'll, it's the best thing that everyone, I think everyone, before they get their driver's license, there's this, this this is my rule of thumb that before you get your driver's license at 16, you should have to work six months in food service so that you know how to deal with people like actually like in, in your day-to-day life, six months in retail so that you know how to be kind to people. And then you should have to do a teacher training so that you can actually know how to live in the world. But, you know, whether you're looking totally. at doing a 200 hour teacher training, which I think is an incredible experience. Every single time I get to facilitate, I grow as a human. And whether you're looking at deepening your knowledge as a teacher or just going deeper into the practice, you know, because we get to have, like you said, we get to have a different type of dialogue in the 300 hour training that we wouldn't normally, uh, we, we don't have the baseline yet in 200 to go there, um, you know, and, and, or whether you're doing a mentorship, you know, or it, it, it's, it's nice to remember that everyone is there to support you and not to, you know, like, yes, there is this feedback thing that has to happen. And yes, there is this like expectation that you have to bring, you know, X, Y, and Z, but at the end of the day, we're all there to support each other. Yeah. 
Yes. Well, Noah, this whole uh, episode was just to, uh, it was a kind way of me taking 35 minutes out of your day to tell you I'm, sh- I'm really scared about <laughs> teaching with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. And, you know, you, you will, we'll have many more conversations of how to, you know, how to kind of best support yeah. each other in the process and, you know, make, make that manageable because you, you are incredible and you inspire me and I'm, you know, I'm super excited to, to be in this next phase Thank of you. collaboration Thank you. with it's, you. It's, I mean, uh, if you can, if you had a nickel for every time I sang, sang your praises, you'd, you'd be a rich man right now. It's, it's incredible what you and, and the team has done and to, to, ju- to just all the things that you y'all do. And, and then, and, and I, I can't even begin to, we're, we're having what I like to call love fest now, but I can't even begin to describe, you know, how, how honored I am to be, uh, doing this training with you in 2020 and how I think that everyone that joins this training is really, I believe in you so much as a teacher and as a human being, and you've impacted me that I think that whoever else gets to share that space with you is also going to have that same experience. It's going to be incredible. And I'm thrilled to share this with you and to be in this next chapter of and i'm still losing my shit (laughs) (laughs) perfect Perfect. (laughs) thank you so much again now for for coming on the show today and until the next yogi misfit session this is danny and noah maze saying peace out peace out